Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, so just wanted to say a quick hello to any new listeners to the Working Well podcast, um, any new staff that we've got recently, new clients. Um, for those who don't know me yet, my name is Helen. I'm the employment specialist part of the Enfield team um, and as of last month have taken on the additional role of content lead within Working Well. Um, so yeah, hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of me on these podcasts. Um, joining me today um, is someone very exciting, so I will let her introduce herself. Um, I was just going to get straight into uh, introducing you, if that's okay. So, uh, Rebecca, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, um, I'm, I'm currently the team lead for Working Well Trust, the Kingston service, um, but I'm also the wellbeing lead for the trust. So I've been with Working Well Trust for just over three years now. Um, and I've been in the wellbeing lead role since April 2022. Um, so I can talk a bit about the wellbeing lead role and what, what that involves and why it was set up. Um, so this is an additional role that um, was introduced to review the trust's organisational policy around wellbeing. Um, to look at how we're currently supporting staff with their well-being and then to get some feedback on um, how staff feel they're being supported at work um, and then to propose and implement changes to the policy that we already have um, as well as come up with some new initiatives to support staff well-being in the workplace. Um, so like I said I've been in the role since April 2022 um, so yeah with a good way in so far um we've been we've like done a staff engagement survey to get that feedback and have made quite a lot of good progress to making some changes which is exciting yeah it is absolutely brilliant the work that you're doing um so given that introduction um i think it's only right i kind of introduce the topic of this podcast now um, so going off the staff feedback from last month, it came up that a lot of you are very interested in hearing about well-being within the workplace. So that's kind of the topic that we're going to touch on. Um, I think in January as well, I don't know if you agree, Rebecca, but it's a down month. I think a lot of people are struggling a bit at the moment. So the conversation around well-being really needs to be pushed forward. Um, so just to give a few statistics as well, um, well-being at work is so important. Um, and in 2021, in the UK, mental health is the top reason for time off work for people. Uh, 390 million days were taken with an estimated cost of 43 billion pounds to employers nationwide. Um, so workforce health have reported that 19% of lost working time last year was due to mental health reasons. Um, Obviously, importantly for us working well as employment specialists, 54% uh, of workers who take two or more mental health days um, are likely to leave their jobs, which is obviously something that we're working towards with employers and the clients that we work with. Um, I think it's a, it's a pretty obvious point as well that since the pandemic, you know, mental health and well-being is definitely a conversation that's being like, had at the moment. Um, so CIPD, which is a professional body for HR, released the health and well-being report in April of 2022, um, which now said that a third um, of the organisations in which they surveyed have now increased their budget for well-being benefits. Um, 
and over 81% of these bodies have also increased their push on mental health focuses. Um, so I don't know if you've noticed a big change in that, Rebecca, as well. Yeah, so absolutely. Since um, the pandemic, uh, staff wellbeing's really been um, on the radar. Um, I think the the isolation and like stress of living through the pandemic really, really impacted on on people, and it, it made it clear how important it was to prioritize that going forwards. Um, yeah. So that's really where like the new of well, when we came up with. The new well-being role that was a big part of the the reason why we've done that is we realised how important it is to make sure that staff are being supported to keep well. Yeah, and uh, I'd be interested to know as well. Do you feel like there's been an impact with hybrid or remote working models as well? Do you think that maybe potentially has a bigger impact on the well-being of staff? Yeah, I definitely think it does. Um, I, I feel like hybrid working is definitely um, had an impact on um, staff well-being. Um, I know some people really enjoy the flexibility of being able to work from home some days, but then there's also the the con of not being able to see your team every day, um, not being able just to just have those chats around work, um, and um, not being able to just just ask those those questions as and when they come up and I feel like um having to like plan a call or, or pick actually pick up the phone to talk to your team can can be like an added stress and an added plan to to coordinate in the day and I know that can can impact on um, people's experience at work and um I feel like yeah uh hybrid working is definitely um had had a lot of positives with people being able to make their work day fit around them better but um it's it's really depends on the person doesn't it definitely and i think it's really important for employers to kind of keep in mind that that hybrid or remote working model um can often heighten feelings of isolation for some employees um yeah. so it's really important important that management are kind of keeping that in mind um, and having those conversations to see how they can help with feelings like that. Um, I was kind of wondering if you would be so kind to kind of explain what we describe as well-being and the different types of well-being that we focus on here at Working Well. So um, there's quite a few different um, aspects of well-being. I think typically when people think about well-being, they think um, about mental health specifically um and resilience and um more like the psychological side of well-being um but we also recognize that it's important to um take into account how someone's feeling socially with their and has um and the satisfaction that they have with their social life um and also their physical health as well um and also uh, another thing that's obviously quite topical at the moment with the cost of living crisis is financial health um how people are feeling about their ability to manage their finances currently um yeah. that's definitely an important an important thing that we need to recognize and take steps towards supporting staff with um, yeah well interestingly financial well-being in these studies is still seen as the one that is the most neglected um 
by employers for staff. So it's definitely something that I can imagine is causing a lot of stress for people at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's definitely something we need to work out how to better support staff with this and, and come up with some, some new ideas and um, make sure that staff feel that they're supported in that area. Um, I mean, primarily so far, we've, we've really been focusing in on the psychological um, health of staff, as well as their social well-being with trying to plan more um, face-to-face um, trainings, as well as um, like social occasions where staff can meet up with each other. Um, but yeah, the, the physical health side of things, as well as the financial health side of things are definitely things we want to focus on um, going forwards in um, new initiatives that we will bring into the wellbeing plan. Definitely. And I can imagine, you know, that's definitely one of the harder ones to kind of plan out and put into action. Um, yeah. yeah. But I was just wondering as well, if we have any news or updates on the Working Well Trust wellbeing plan that you can share with us. I know we've had quite a few new members of staff join um, and it would be great to give everyone a bit of an update on, you know, what we can do if we're not feeling great at work, if we are having some struggles. Um, what kind of is the plan of action that's set in place for us at the moment? Sure. So um, I can cover quickly some of the things that we've we've introduced since the beginning, as well as um, more recently what's been done and what's what's lined up next. Um, yeah. So we've previously sorry <laughs> just no. one second um i know it can be so stressful I, I put down i put down some notes and then i was like i've got them in bullet points so i don't forget anything but <laughs> if we can cut this bit out <laughs> um so i can i can cover some of the things that we've we've done so far Last year, when the staff completed uh, the staff engagement survey, it showed that there was a need for us to make sure that staff knew what support was available to them and where they'd be able to access this. Um, so because of that, we focused on highlighting what support was already available to staff. So we had things like the employee assistance program, um, where staff can log on um, anonymously and um, they can find resources to support their well-being. Um, there's all, also counselling on there that they can access and it's it's all um, anonymous. Um, we also got the flexible working options, as we've already mentioned, uh, the wellbeing hour that can be taken um, fortnightly uh, for full time staff. Um, so that's an hour that you can use to do anything that you. Your wellbeing. So I know some people like to take it to go for a walk or maybe have a longer lunch or. Um, maybe to go do some exercise or something like that. Um, so we're trying to make sure that reminders of all of those things have been shared and are continuing to be shared uh, regularly. Um, we also started mental health first aid training as essential training for all of the staff, um, which should be helping with supporting clients and other staff. Um, obviously for newer staff, it might not have been completed yet, but we just have to wait for there to be enough people to do it all. Process for how to share information around your well-being with your um, line manager. So we clarified this process um, 
be updated. The world. And a wellness recovery action plan. Uh, so, if anyone has any wellbeing information that they would like to be shared with their line manager, they can input, and then their line manager can have a conversation with them around that to make sure that they've got all of the support that they need. Um, and then, I guess recently we've had um, the re reflective practice sessions reintroduced, um, and the purpose of those was to give staff a space where they can discuss any work challenges they're having in a like safe and confidential space so they can learn from each other and also build relationships with staff across um, different teams. Yeah, um, I think that one's definitely important. I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes all the teams here can feel so, so separated. So that's definitely a brilliant thing that's been introduced. Yeah, I think it's really good to bring everyone together every so often and especially in a space like that, where um, it's a bit less formal and people can just sort of chat about things that are on their mind and they know that it's it's fully confidential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, most definitely. I think, you know, I think all the things that are being put in place at the moment are brilliant. Um, and hopefully we're going to see a massive change within working well within the attitudes of everyone. Um, the question I would ask you, though, is if someone doesn't feel comfortable going to their line manager, what would you recommend they do? Um, I mean, their, their line manager is is there to support them and um, every line manager is going to be receiving training on how to best support their staff with their well-being. But um, other than that, I would find someone that you trust at the organisation to talk to to raise any issues that you have. Um, I think it's, it's really important to um, speak to someone if you're experiencing um, any issues with your well-being and feel that you need extra support. But just a reminder, the management staff are, they really care about supporting, um, supporting the people that they line manage and supporting their team. So, um, I'd encourage you to, to speak to them so that they can support you because obviously you're working closely with them. But if you want to speak to someone else, feel free to go to another member of staff and, and discuss any problems that you're facing. Yeah, I mean, I think definitely one of the benefits of working within a mental health organisation is that there is such a focus on well-being um, and kind of, you know, the well-being of staff is paramount to the managers. Um, so that is one benefit that we do really have here at Working Well. Um, but just a bit of advice for the client side of things as well. Um, obviously, a lot of people might work in organisations in which, you know, well-being isn't being pushed so much. Um, and do you think there's anything that people can be doing themselves in order to help better their own well-being? Yeah, so I, yeah, I understand for, for clients who don't um, work with working well, at Working Well Trust, um, they might be worried about uh, the sort of stigma that they might face for um, mentioning any wellbeing concerns at work. Um, I'd, I'd advise that you find someone that you trust um, in your personal life to speak to, because if you are sometimes just speaking about um, the issues that you're facing can be a massive relief. Um, 
knowing that you have someone that you can talk to about these kinds of things is, is really helpful. Um, but on top of that, um, make sure that you are taking time off when you need it. Make sure that you're um, and just keeping an awareness of, of your own um, well-being and the things that work for you. Um, there's so many different things that you can do to support your well-being and it really depends on each person what's going to help for them the most but um definitely I mean I feel like my way of uh, helping in my own well-being is to go to the gym or go for a run but I completely understand for a lot of people they could not think of anything worse than doing something like that to make themselves feel better so it's definitely important to bear in mind that well-being is a very broad term um and everyone's going to have such different ways of, you know, wanting to help themselves. Yeah, absolutely. It's not it's not for everyone. I think it's um, really important to find something that works for you. Um, taking some time out of your day to do something that's, um, you know, helps you feel better if you're feeling stressed. Um, sometimes I feel like it's about knowing what you need in that moment like sometimes you might need some quiet time but maybe you need to go and spend time with people um it's about yeah taking the time to work out what's going to be helpful for you in that moment and then also making it a priority um if you just keep going and just try and endure the stress or the the difficult time that you're going through without making the time to do the things for yourself that will make you feel better then you're just going to inevitably end up feeling feeling worse and, and burning out it's about sort of doing the things that you can do to maintain your well-being um not just waiting for it to reach breaking point to to actually do something about it yeah definitely and I think like sharing is a massive part of that as well I think quite often um in our role we can forget how how stressful it can be sometimes you know if we're if we're helping people that are going through a hard time we forget that sometimes that is going to rub off on us um and it's so important that you know in our roles we find ways of dealing with our own well-being and ensuring that we're okay yeah absolutely um yeah, when it comes to the stress that comes with supporting people um like like we might have in our, our current role sort of the emotional toll that that can take um, can be quite a lot um, sort of talking to someone else um, who you work with who is going to understand can be really really helpful definitely so I think these like reflective practice sessions that we're going to be having are going to be so useful even if it is for us to kind of share those negative experiences um, and hopefully people can realize that you know we're not isolated in it um, and everyone kind of has moments like these yeah absolutely um so yeah the invite for that next one is going to be sent out very shortly amazing um and is there another survey that you wanted to send around to everyone as well yeah so um i'm currently planning on sending out the new staff engagement survey uh before the end of january um and so that will be really great for us to see where we might have made improvements already um but also to identify other areas that we want to work on um I'd really love it if um, staff could submit their honest feedback um, as well as any suggestions that uh, for things that we can implement in the future. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyone listening to this, 
please get back to Rebecca if she has sent it out already. <laughs> Do it properly. Yes, please. <laughs> um, I was just wondering as well, Rebecca, if you wanted to add your email to the end of this podcast too, just uh, if anyone's got any feedback or they want to email you privately, um, what is the best way to reach you? Yeah, of course. So uh, my email is Rebecca at www.trust.co.uk. Um, and that's r-e-b-e-c-c-a perfect um perfect so i kind of wanted to end i'll give everyone my email address as well it is helen.smyth s-m-y-t-h at www.trust.co.uk um, if there's any feedback from this episode please let me know if there's anything else that you guys want to be hearing about um or even anything you found useful it'd be great to hear um or any suggestions for the next few topics would be great. Um, I hope this chat about well-being was somewhat useful. Um, and I hope, you know, we all get through these jam blues and have a good rest of the year. Um, but Rebecca, I just want to say thank you so, so much for talking to me today. I know it was a bit of a hassle to get all the technology working. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem at all. Thanks, thanks for chatting with me. I, I hope it was helpful. Perfect. Well, have a good rest of your day. You too. Lovely speaking with you. Lovely speaking to you. Take care. Bye. Lastly, again, I just want to say a big thank you to anyone that has listened to this podcast. Um, and I can't wait to be providing you guys with some more content soon. So as I said before, please get in contact with any ideas, anything you found useful. Um, and yeah, hopefully the next one should be out next month. Thank you.